Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Talking uh, Harness WA here on SEN Track 657 and Gloucester Park tonight. And what a big night it is too. It is the Allwood Stud Mount Eden Sprint and a really good addition this year, but uh, some really good support races and looking forward to another big night at Gloucester Park. And we're going to have a chat to uh, a man who's going to play a big part in the upcoming uh, final, uh, uh, upcoming summer carnival, and tell you what, some of the big guns are about to come back, and it's a bit exciting, as I say, a big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Yeah, morning, Michael. Great to be here, as always. Last Friday night didn't quite go as planned, Uh, so hopefully we go better uh, second up. Particularly the last race. Not sure about the the drive there, but uh, yeah, that cost us dearly, unfortunately. Had us down five units uh, for the night, which is a... Not good, but we can hopefully win it all back and some more tonight. Uh, four winners for Junior last Friday night. Just continues to roll along. And a double for David Thompson and Dylan Edgerton-Green, which was yeah. great to see. But a big night at HQ tonight with some excellent racing. Looking forward to the Mount Eden Sprint. Perfect major, the perfect draw. Vampiro having to launch out wide. And Harley is second up, and uh, I'm pretty sure he will... Strip fitter, but we yep. will find out shortly when we talk to the boy from Boy and Up. <laughs> you must be excited as well because obviously you're a big part of the stable, Morts. And uh, this first segment could go for a while, Rads. We <laughs> might a, have to trim up the rest of the show. It's going to be a uh, Mortsathon. But uh, now, Michael, TAB yep. sale yes. is back on the table. Any updates? Uh, not not only what I've read in the the um, the paper. I do know that Rara are putting together a um, like a working party with um, the eligible. Uh, bodies, um, so that that includes um, the the premium clubs, the country clubs, and the the um, the associated bodies. So um, they'll be working through it. But yeah, it's it's back. It's, it's been back on the agenda for a while, and and they've made a couple of little small announcements. But now this is the the biggest indication that they're very serious about it. So previously, the sale included an obligation to fund the racing industry at the same level. Yeah. However, listening to Racing and Gaming Minister uh, Reese Whitby, as I yep. do during Parliament every day, yes. said uh, under a, a revised model, the licensee would not have the same contractual obligations. What could that mean for the industry? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not too sure. And, and obviously, this is a big change from what it was before. Um, yourself uh, and, and I were on the Harness Racing Committee that was dealing with that privatisation for um, going through it. And this is a big change. Uh, I'm not too sure about it. I, I, you know, I'm not too, the Tasmanian model I don't like because it comes through the government, but saying that, I, I don't know what they've got planned either. Right. So I wouldn't want to want to say yes or no before it, but I do have some concerns, especially if it's something like the Tasmanian model because yeah. it's it's not as good as ours. Yep. Um, Kerry Hanks, General Manager Har- yep. Harness Racing, has resigned from her position. Any update on a replacement? Um, I, I think they're just going to review the, the actual, um, uh, harness office and, and then see how the best way to go forward from that, because, uh, we have had a few harness managers, um, over the last couple of years. So obviously it's a, a 
big pressure job and 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 those sort of things and and there's there's other things involved but um yeah let, let's wait and see and, and see the review and see what happens but um yeah it's a, it's a, it's obviously a crucial role for, role for harness racing absolutely uh, and yeah and uh, we've got to get it right as well tough position yep what dealing, are you doing, what are you doing Mort? dealing with uh, <laughs> look you're dealing you're dealing with so many people who have yeah. so much self interest yep and to be quite frank, you're dealing with eligible bodies who couldn't even agree what today's date was. <laughs> well, you've been in the room <laughs> on many vacations once. Anyway, on a bright note, how's yep. the Radley team of horses coming along, or should we wait to I, speak to the boy from Brian Up? I don't know. Well, you probably know more than me, <laughs> but, so. All right, well, let's not waste any more time because we've got lots yeah. to talk to um, this morning we, Justin. we certainly do, and he's on the line, Justin Prentice. Before we do, let's go back a week and... Uh, this exciting filly, uh, she's unbeaten this time in and uh, she's made it 12 from 19 and was another good victory last week and I speak of Always an Angel. Going through along the inside is Benasari Lane. Up to the turn though, it's Always an Angel. Is clear. Buras now under pressure. Newsy's running third. Going into fourth place is Benasari Lane. These two have cleared away though. It's Always an Angel just in front. On the outside, Buras run a terrific race but Always an Angel getting away now from Bura, Newsy and Benasari Lane and it's another one for Hall. That's four tonight, and always an angel races home to win by three metres to Boora, six metres away, Newsy, and three and a half metres to Benesar. Yeah, always an angel. She's uh, a very smart filly and one of a uh, very strong Justin Prentice team that's about to uh, take the summer carnival by storm, and he joins us on the line. Justin, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Rad. Morning, Glenn. Morning, Justin. Uh, just wondering if we could listen to that replay maybe <laughs> one more time, Rad. That was a, a great win by... Always an angel on Friday night. Justin, you must have been very pleased with her. Yeah, I was, I was happy when the draws come out. That's for sure. I thought she's due for one sooner or later. And uh, and then I started thinking all week, getting a bit worried that what happens if she got crossed because she hasn't been asked to come out of the gate for a while. But we, we gave her a bit of a test of the week before, which probably worked in her favour. Um, yeah, Junior sort of just said that she really seems to be in the zone at the moment. And, uh, yeah, we obviously brought her back in, open to the intention to go to to go to Melbourne, but that didn't go to plan. So we we kept her in to give her a few more races at the end of the season, and and then uh, yeah, she'll probably have a couple more starts and then go for another break. The the race on Friday night was a bit of a surprise to see uh, Newsy come out. I, I think uh, most punters would have, would have expected Bora to, to fly out of the gate and, and take her on, but uh, were you surprised when Newsy uh, flew out of the gate? Yeah, I was. I was, I was expecting, uh, as you said, Bura to come out, and um, yeah, I was I was a little bit surprised that it was Newsy instead, but obviously they, they thought they're similar in gate speed, and either one of them needed to try and cross us to beat us, and um, lucky enough, it, it didn't happen. Yes, and she managed to uh, she managed to bowl along in front and record another win. So the future for her, she's looking to have you said a couple more starts and then tip her out. Yeah, I'm not going to go for the mares races this season. I, I think um, you know there's enough good mares around and give her that that chance. She only had a short break after a, the Oaks campaign, so we'll give her another uh, decent break and then bring her back and should be some mares races around May, I think, and then and then set her up for the the summer mares races later on in the season. Now you've got a, a very um, interesting running uh, runner in tonight again, uh, Hurricane Harley. Uh, once again, hasn't uh, 
being favoured too well by the uh, the barrier gods. But um, how did how did you come about to to get Hurricane Harley across to uh, Western Australia, Justin? I was just contacted by um, Bill and Ann Anderson um, and asked if I, I'd be interested. And, of course, I, I said yes, I, I certainly would be. And that was quite a long time before he actually ended up coming. They had a lot of trouble with They wanted to fly him. They didn't want to truck him. Um, but they just could not get a flight at all to get him here. Uh, and then so they were going to just send him to Sydney instead. And then... Um, yeah, they they just rang one day and said we've decided that we're going to send him send him by truck. Um, so yeah, they they sent him by truck instead, and he'd been just getting um, sort of jogged up over there, and um, he got pretty close to sort of going to trials, and then yeah, he arrived here and took a little bit of um, time with him to to bring him up. Um, that they were in no rush, which is good, and obviously still learning a lot about the horse. He's a, he's a funny little brother. He's got plenty of character and um, he's certainly got a mind of his own. So it's trying to sort of tap into that and, and figure out what, what makes him tick. And um, yeah, his first up run, I was a little bit of a head scratcher for me. Um, but, you know, going back, he hadn't raced for nine months and um, the breeze probably hasn't ever been his ideal position but it's probably something that he's going to have to try and learn with our style of racing over here. And, you know, sometimes that takes those high-speed horses a while to get used to our style of racing. So hopefully he can. Do you, do you think he'll measure up? Obviously, he's over in Victoria. He's, he was, you know, in the top echelon of his age group. Um, you think he can measure up to the Cups class over here? Yeah, I think he can. Um Obviously, he's got the ability. He sort of went off a little bit towards the end of, um, you know, he's, he's racing o- over there. But I think it's just, um, you know, there's, there's certain races that really suit his racing pattern. And and when he's, you know, on song, he's nearly impossible to beat him in any race he's contested. But, um, you know, he's, he's a stallion and, and they sort of, you know, it's sort of a lot of mind games with them. Things got to sort of um, go their way. So, um, and I'm still sort of learning about him as well. Figure out, you know, how he likes to to be worked. And um, at the moment, he's just going through the program like any other horse. And and hopefully, with a few more races, we can find his form and find out what what works for him. And with tonight's race, perfect major's got the perfect draw and. We expect Vampiro to launch out of the barrier. So, where would you see him in running, and and how's he how's he going to strip um, for tonight's race after his first up running? Yeah, he definitely would have tightened up a little bit. He was he was forward for that first run. I, I wouldn't have thought too much that it was fitness first up. He pulled up after the race extremely well. His heart rate was very good. Um, we're not sure how he handled the wet track that night. Being a small horse as well, we're hoping maybe that had a little bit. Um, of a factor on him. Um, I just don't really know where he's going to end up from that barrier draw, so I'm going to have to sort of discuss that with Junior and leave it in his hands, um, let him make the decision. Well, he's in pretty good hands if he's in Junior's hands. Now, talking about horses that hadn't started for a, a while first up, um, 
Last Friday night, a horse by the, no, by the name of Know When to Run. I thought that was an amazing first up effort considering the horse hadn't raced for two years. Yeah, he he went super. He's obviously got a lot of ability, uh, always has. He, he doesn't have a lot of brains, so I think <laughs> he'll... Um, he wasn't completely, you know, a complete racehorse last time, so it doesn't, um, you know, suit him that well to have that long off between races and figure out what it's all about. And his trial was extremely quiet, more so just to look after him, um, sort of not to rev him up too much. And then, um, yeah, obviously he was up on the speed and, you know, a hot tempo race. I thought he'd done a super job to, to finish as close as he did and, um I think he should strip a lot fitter from that and, and learn a lot from that. And I think it's, he'll sort of like um, take a bit to, to get the hang of racing again. And, and then once he does, then hopefully he can sort of go through the grades. He pulled up okay? Yeah, he seems really good. Um, pulled up really good that night. And yeah, everything so far so good. So um, he'll, he'll look to go around next Friday. All right, speaking of horses resuming, you've got uh, the very promising JL resuming uh, tonight in the two-year-old Phillies race. Once again, the last race for you, Justin, just so, so you, you get home late enough. Uh, how, how is she going for a first-up assignment? Yeah, I'm happy with her. Um, I sort of thought, uh, I was hoping maybe Bondi's horse might not be in this week, like the last one, but I had a feeling that it was going to be. But I, I just thought... we. I don't generally like to go to town first up with them, but she's um, there wasn't really a super race in the country. We're going to have to go race the boys anyway, so she's better off going against her own sex. And I thought she would, you know, draw well. I think she might have drawn the worst that she could um, possibly draw out of the being on levels. But um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with her. Um, she's a filly filly that I've got plenty of time for, and um, Obviously, her last start, things didn't go to plan. So she'll need to learn what racing's all about and get her confidence back. And um, But I think she'll acquit herself well tonight. And your other runner tonight, uh, disappointing last start, Elta Louisa, got to the front and uh, just seemed to, to bowl along. She's drawn number seven in a pretty good uh, race tonight. How do you see her uh, acquitting herself tonight, Justin? Yeah, I didn't really find much amiss with her last start. She um, she probably wasn't a, a huge percentage off. Um, she got beat by some good mares and didn't get beaten too far, which sort of suggests that when she feels that she's right, she's going to be sort of right up with those those mares. But, um, yeah, I don't know where she's going to end up from the draw. It's a tricky one. Let's just leave it in Junior's hands. and It's going to have to drive her at the speed of the race. and um, She's fairly versatile, so... Um, yeah, I think the the one and and then Turvey's mare out wide, probably the two two to beat. So it might be a bit of cat and mouse throughout the race. Um, Justin, you've got a couple that are coming back that you must be excited about. You were nominated a couple for Wednesday trials, but they didn't quite make it there. I speak of Rock and Roll Lincoln and Major Martini. Uh, how, how are they going in their preparation? Yeah, good. I'm really happy with them. I was. Um, yeah, looking forward to taking them to trials. And I had um, one of them loaded on the truck, ready to go. And um, Lincoln just didn't quite seem 100% himself. Um, so we just sort of 
bit of a, of a check on him and, and he had a high temp. Um, and those two do a lot of work together and they're sort of um, paddocked pretty close to each other and I just wanted to play the safe side and, and leave them both home just in case there was um, something amiss. So um, Lincoln has got a bit of a uh, viral infection, so um, we've just got to get on top of that. He seems really good. He's back to himself now. His temp's down, but he'll need to be um, just treated for that and have an easy week. And um, So he, he won't be looked to go to trials for another probably three weeks now, but as long as Martini works good and um, his temp stays down and he seems bright enough, then hopefully we can take him to trials on Wednesday next week. Which I'm sure you're looking forward to, Justin. I think he is, uh, he's one of your favourites. So have you, have, you, have, you had a bit of, have you had a look ahead to see what, uh, what the road looks like for him uh, coming up in this preparation? I've had one sneaky peek to have a look where he might go after his trial, and that's as far as I looked. I hadn't looked any further. Um, just one race at a time, and he's one of my favourites, but he makes me the most nervous too, I reckon. <laughs> um, but no, I'm just excited to see him back, and he's not on too hard a mark like Lincoln, so it makes it a little bit easier to be able to just get him tighter with a couple of races early on. and. Um, yeah, fingers crossed we can get him back to his best. And uh, I think he's more than capable in the better races, probably more suitable, suited to those races with a with a fast tempo and not being the horse that, you know, you need to worry about. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him get back to the races. And quickly, uh, just two others, which the WA Derby winner and the Golden Slipper winner back in work, how are they coming along? Yeah, good. They both look really good. They haven't had the hobbles on yet, so they've another week or so of jog work, and then they'll they'll start having the hobbles on. But both of them done really well on their break. They look fantastic. Um, Mickey's growing a fair bit and sealed out, so hopefully we can see a bigger, better, stronger horse uh, again as a three-year-old. Um, and yeah, Ronaldo's obviously going to come back on a pretty tough mark straight away, but. Um, He's probably a bit the same as Martini. I think the better races suit him that he's, he's showed so far with the right run. He's, he's always sort of going to be thereabouts with a fast tempo um, if he's not far off him. So looking forward to getting both those two boys back. All right, and just quickly, um, obviously you're, you're a big player at the sales. Uh, this year's the, the crop this year, how do, they, how do they look for you? Have you... A little bit excited about those. I know they're, they're obviously going through all preparation. They're probably a preparation away from uh, racing. But uh, how, how do they look for you this year? Yeah, I am really happy with them. Not overly happy. I, I haven't got a filly, which is unusual for me. Um, I've got five colts. Um, but, yeah, I'm really happy. I couldn't be happier with the way they look. I'm, um, I'm stoked with all of them, and they've all done everything good so far. Um, most of them are all out, out having a bit of a break at the moment um, and they'll be back in shortly to get ready for the sales race. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. It's obviously, you know, an exciting time just to see what the next crop coming through are going to be like and, and this crop certainly, they, they look the goods anyway and so far they've showed that um, they've ticked all the boxes that I've asked them to so far.
That uh, sounds very promising if you're excited. <laughs> I think your owner should be as well. Yeah. Justin, mate, thanks for your time as usual and uh, good luck tonight. I know uh, it's coming into a big time of year for you when you, you look like you've got a few players for some of these big races coming up, including the Cups. So, mate, good luck and uh, we'll see you at the track. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. There's a goal. There's Justin Prentice. Must be a buzz around his stable, Hurricane Harley. And, you know, he's got a couple there for Kevin Jevons and Nowhere to Run coming yep. back in and, you know, some other yep. really good horses coming back. So it must be a good uh, time down there yeah. and buoying up. Sure is. Well, the feature event this week is the Mount Eden Sprint for the free, uh, the free-for-all. Last week's free-for-all was the Fred Doy Memorial and was one of Junior's four winners as well. He just... Just kept on driving winners last Friday night, did Junior. And uh, as we go to the break, let's listen to Bletchley Park winning the Fred Doyle Memorial. He's about to go, but Ideal Liner just got away from Howard Hughes. As happy as Larry the inside, then came Bletchley Park. And further back, Galactic Star, boom time. Gets to the outside with Miracle Moose as a corner. Ideal Liner in front, but here's Bletchley Park. Bletchley Park is finishing stylishly on the outside. Is after the leader, Ideal Liner. Ideal Liner. Bletchley Park goes up on the outside. It's Bletchley Park going to Ideal Liner. Late on the scene is Miracle Moose and also boom time. Bletchley Park has hit the front, though, and Bletchley Park has won. Bletchley Bletchley Park has beaten Ideal Liner third. Might be Galactic Star and Nose in front of Miracle Moose out wide and close. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Up towards a home turn, though, and still the leader out in front, jumping Jack Mack is clear. Uh, from Alter Engines, going up strongly, though, then Jasper Bella Beach, better cop, a good one's battling on on the inside, but flat as a biscuit in the straight. Alter Engines on the outside, on the inside, trying to fight back, jumping Jack Mack. Jasper Bella Beach is coming late, but in front is Alter Engine from jumping Jack Mack. Alter Engines clinging on from jumping Jack Mack, and Alter Engine has beaten jumping Jack Mack. Third home, Jasper Bella Beach, and falling in for fourth, better cop, a good one. There was Alter engine and uh, Aiden the camper isn't he doing a good job and uh, too good for jumping Jack Mack cords the ball over twenty three dollars was overs as well Morts. massive massive overs yeah it was probably uh, second or third pick and twenty three dollars yeah but, the boy uh, from Bunbury the uh, yeah, the mayor of Bunbury, mayor of Bunbury actually Bunbury. Aiden yeah. the camper he's in great form isn't he as a trainer and a driver yeah isn't he and um, just continues and it's a it's a good horse Alter engine yep. and uh, he'll he'll be a uh, I think he's very underrated Alter engine. Well, he beat a pretty handy horse in Jumping Jack Mack. Yeah. I know it was second up, but yeah. uh, very handy horse. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. This segment's brought to you by Loans 1, 2, 3. Car Loans, Debt Consolidation, or your personal finance. Who do you see? The Nude Nuts, Steve Sell. Yeah, he's one of our team, Steve Sell. Loans123.com.au and Mort's. If the Nude Nut can't sort your ads, yeah, there's old. just absolutely no hope for you're you. You're in a lot of bother. Yes, you <laughs> are. But no... He's a good man, Steve Sell, and he will be able to help you, that's for sure. All right, on the line is our form expert, uh, Scott Bomber-Hill. How are you, Bomber? Very well, thanks, guys. How are you? Not too bad. How's the confidence level going into tonight? Looks a pretty good card, actually. Yeah, really good card. Uh, yeah, some really nice horses going around tonight. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's a few that um, you're going to be sort of heavily relying on uh, the maps going the way I'm predicting, but... Uh, yeah, I'm in for uh, reasonably confident after last week where we were travelling pretty well after Henry Glass and then violently ill <laughs> after the start in the last. 
Yes, yes we're in the fetal position after about 400 metres. Yes. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's get into the first race we got to look at, and it is race number three, the Direct Trade Supplies. It's over the 2130 metres, and we've got another Vinny at $13. Jesse Allwood at 13 uh, better, better Grin and Barrett at six fifty. Rockerball at two ninety. Troyel Royal Brigade at thirty four dollars. Better Start Dreaming at seven dollars. Mandy Joan twenty one. Born to Boogie two sixty. In from three ninety. Has no fear at a hundred dollars outside the front line. And then the back line we have Typhoon Banner at fourteen. And who's who in the zoo at ninety one? Bomber, how'd you see this race? Yeah, I'm with Born to Boogie here. She was exceptional a fortnight ago here running a last half in a tick over 55 and home in 27-1. In the race, they didn't go overly hard in and uh, she had to come quite wide and uh, and rounded them up pretty easily in the end. Uh, I think the middle of the line here are all pushing forward, so I expect to see a pretty decent lead time. And, yeah, if she can find that paralysing burst she showed last fortnight, then, uh, yeah, whether she comes up with a, with a trail or goes three wide solo... Or, I'm not too fast. I think her speed lady is just too good for these. Just looking at the last word, which is very kindly brought to us by our good friends at uh, Tab Radio and Tim Walker. Number one, Hayden Reeves, another Vinny. He'll know he's turning 12 at that last 400 <laughs> metres. He's no maiden. Michael Ferguson on Rockerball's sticky sort of draw. The horse is flying each way all day. And Born to Boogie thinks she can overcome the draw. Showed two weeks ago she's got the class. Quick half out three wide. So what's the staking plan here, Bomber? Race three, number eight, Born to Boogie. Yes, here's a two-unit bet to kick us off. Uh, it's, yeah, really, really like that uh, effort off slow speed last time and think this race sets up even better, so pretty confident. All right, uh, the next race we're going to look at is the feature race of the night and it is the Allwood Stud Mount Eden Sprint and it's over the 17.30 metres and there's eight across the front line tonight's edition. As we have a look at the Tab Touch market, Tab Touch is the brand that funds the industry and we've got Perfect Major drawing the pole at 2.50. Happy as Larry at 15, Medieval Man at 23 and from $51, so a little bit of a correction there. Baby Face Adder for our man. At $71, Ideal Liner, $23, Vampiro, three ten and uh, solid, and Hurricane Harley, $2.80. That's perfect at $21. This is a really good race. Interesting over the mile. A few, uh, few tactical uh, issues here. Perfect Major off the gate from the one. Vampiro, no doubt, will have a crack. And Hurricane Harley, we don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> Where, how do you see the race being run, Bomber? Yeah, it looks, uh, looks to be very, very important first 100 metres here. Uh, Van Piro, as you said, he'll be looking to Shanghai across. And I think perfect major. I think from the one in this, uh, in, you know, normally this uh, front start straight um, affords those out wide a bit of an advantage. But, you know, once they get up into these bigger races, the mobile tends to go a bit quicker and that makes it easier for the inside horses to hold up. And I think if perfect major is able to hold up, which he almost held, uh, Vampiro at the same start a uh, couple of starts back if he holds up by perfect major just can't see how they possibly beat him he, he savages the line this horse and uh, even if Vampiro gets across based on that uh, mile race a couple of weeks ago he can pop straight into the breeze and he and he beat Vampiro comfortably under that scenario last time so I think he holds most of the aces and uh, yeah pretty keen that he can get the job done Just looking at the final word had to laugh here at race 4 Michael Brennan what a bro Throttle flat and don't look back. <laughs> but in race five, uh, Ross Oliveri, perfect major. It's all about us and Vampiro. 
He beat us out last time. Races there to be one couple of hundred metres. If we hold them out, I think it's curtains for them. Wouldn't swap him for anyone. Mm. It's all about us and Vampiro. Didn't see Hurricane <laughs> Harley in the race. Uh, Ryan Warwick, he's probably not 100% on top of his game. We will hotwire him tomorrow and send him off the arm. And if he gets beaten, he gets beaten. And Justin Prentice, Hurricane Harley, came through the first up run well. Tough draw again, which will make it hard. So what's the staking plan? Race five, number one, perfect major, Bomber. He's actually going to be our big bet for the night. He's a three-unit bet, as I said, and I agree with Ross Oliveri. If he holds up, game over, and certainly not out of it from the breeze. So, um, yeah, I'm really keen. Perfect major tonight. Beautiful. All right, uh, before we go to the break, another one of our great sponsors is Steel Blue Boots. Our man, uh, Ross Fitzgerald. Built for comfort, made for work, just like Ross. Yes, he uh, certainly is. Just moving in, back into his house. And, boy, the horses must be going well for him <laughs> because it's just like a Taj Mahal. Absolutely <laughs> stunning. But uh, they are Australia's leading supplier of work boots, uh, Steel Blue. Whatever you trade, we've got the boots. Yes, another one of the Maylands Mafia. It's <laughs> yes, Ross Fitzgerald. All right, as we go to the break, uh, one of the... Um, one of the mayors for Barry uh, Howlett, uh, Hewlett, uh, won last week in my, my prayer. Uh, she was very good. She found the front and uh, tell you what, she gave him something to chase and um, she she bounced back to her best. She was well supported as well. It was a good drive from Mitchell Miller. As we go to the break, let's listen to my prayer, staving them off to get the cash. My prayer with the front leads by three metres to Vivier de Moore Star of Diamonds. Out on the inside is We Were at a massive price, and Winuri Creek's out wide. Getting up on the inside as well, Mini Mine Yet. Still, My Prayer is clear by six metres. We Were can't get there. My Prayer is well clear. Now getting into the clear, Mini Mine Yet bumps heavily with Star of Diamonds. Winuri Creek, a my sweet deal, but My Prayer's doing it well. We Were, Mini Mine Yet won't get there. And Mitchell Miller knew, knew what he was doing here on My Prayer, and My Prayer raced away to beat We Were. Third home mini mine yet. My sweet deal got up for fourth. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. and sneaks away. Express Beauty gets to a clear second and CC Chevron's about to run to third and Illawong Muskang is pegging through as well. Looks at Peg's affair around the corner. 28-4 and into the straight. Henrik Larson clear. Express Beauty's trying its heart out. CC Chevron, Illawong Mustang and then Burning Rubber. Henrik Larson in front. Express Beauty's trying. Henrik Larson the leader. Express Beauty can't get there from CC Chevron and Illawong Mustang and Henrik Larson wins it and wins it well by two minutes to Express Beauty and third home was CC Chevron, then came Illawong Mustang. Yeah, Bomber was on the money last week with uh, Henrik Larson, paid uh, 320 it started, so uh, another one of Junior's four winners. Just, uh, just not one of ours, Michael. Yeah, well, no. It was for the team. It was but... for the team, yes. Yes, indeed. All right, this segment's brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda. Morts, as you know, corner Certainly. of Guildford and Garrett Roads. Celebrating 50 years, Michael. And yep. it's no surprise because they just sell good cars and their after-sales service is outstanding. So go and see Anthony and the team down there at Bayswater Mazda. Yeah, they do a, a great job. All right, let's uh, have a look at the next race we're going to look at, and it is race number six. It's the Westside Autos, Phillies and Mares pace over the 2130 metres, 
And as we have a look at the tab touch market, we've got WeWar at $18, Star of the Class at $101, My Sweet Deal at $9.50, Delightful at $3.30, Diamond Dove at $101, CC Chevron at $126, Alta Louisa $3.90 into $265, equal favourite, Tiffany Rose at $23, and Savvy Bromac at $265 as well. So we have... Two equal favourites at uh, two sixty five, Alta Louisa and Savvy Roback, and then out to Delightful at three thirty. Bomber, how do you see race six? Yeah, another good race for the mares, but uh, I thought Savvy Bromack, um was a big chance in this nine horse field. She'll she'll go back. She'll be last, but uh, first up a fortnight ago, she came very wide and smashed the clock late with a fifty five three last home last half and home in twenty seven one. She was four or five wide for a lot of that. And uh, I don't think these mares can handle that speed late if she's close enough. Um, I just want to see some speed off the gate and hopefully uh, they run forward with Tiffany Rose first up from a spell with a few others underneath and that could create the lead time that Savvy Bromac probably requires. I think as long as she's within sort of eight metres at the 400, there's no way they'll hold out her sprint. She's just lethal late. So, yeah, she's, she's a massive chance. Hope you're wrong, Bomber. But anyway... Uh... <laughs> Elta Louise, Justin Prentice, disappointed last start, haven't found anything amiss and hoping for improvement. Tiffany Rose, trialled well on Sunday, not a great barrier first up. Nathan Turvey on Savvy Bromack, hard from the draw for her, but she's coming up nicely. Could get a good cart into the race in the back of Elta Louise, perhaps. So what's the staking plan, race six, number nine, Savvy Bromack? Yeah, that'd be a nice scenario if we could be on the back of you late there, Morts. And uh, yeah, if Savvy Bromac can't get over the top, hopefully you get the job done. But she's a two-unit bet. And uh, yeah, like I said, we, we're going to be uh, in for a pretty exciting finish if she's close enough at the 400. All right. And then the final race we've got to look at is race number eight. It's the Team Bond three-roll pace. Good to have Team Bond and the running camel, the sponsors of Gloucester Park. And as we have a look at the tab touch market, we've got Burley Shard at uh, $26, Unconditional at 31 uh, American Bullet, 91 Stanford at $3. Dominus Factum at 15 Don't Bother Me None at 165 And Otis, last start winner at 480 Bomber, how do you see that race number eight, the three-year-old? Yeah, some serious three-year-olds here, but uh, went for one at a bit of value in Dominus Factum. I think they, pro- they might just about go single file here early. Um, the one and three, definitely on the pegs. Not sure about the two, but I think it'd probably drop in behind the one. And if so, um, that could give um, Dominus Factum the chance to tag up. Uh, don't bother me none into the breeze. Stanford looks the leader. Uh, hopefully they just go at each other pretty hard. Notice is another one that will probably want to put himself into the race at some point. So if Dominus Factum can just sit off him, he showed last time he's got a 55 half in him. So uh, if they could just overdo it from the 1,000 here, he could be the one getting over the top late at, at a big price. Yeah, interesting race, Bomber. Uh, no comment here from... The Mayor of Bunbury, unfortunately, but uh, Greg Bond with Bother Me None, a horse going place, top chance, should be a top race. So race eight, number five, Dominus Factum, what's the staking plan here? Yeah, one unit bet, obviously, the DeCampo stable absolutely on fire and Aiden driving accordingly. So, uh, yeah, just hopefully they go mad in front and get the last look. Yeah, this is the type of race that he upsets them with, Aiden. He does. Yeah, he does. Exactly. In great form. Bomber, thanks for your time. Good luck and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thanks very much, guys. Have a great night. Good on you there. Scott Bomber-Hill. Now, um, the three-year-old Otis, racing against the uh, older horses last week and 
he was a short price favourite. Found the front, uh, as just mentioned in the interview with Justin. No one to run was really good to get as close as he did to run Absolutely. second. Uh, but as we go to the break, let's listen to uh, one of the double for Dave Thompson and Dylan Edgerton Green with Otis, who's uh, 480 chance in race number eight tonight. Well, it's clear. Second, Doc Holiday. Third, Liz Suleiman. Fourth, nowhere to run. And then came the White Rabbit. Nowhere to go. And then another snag and BMO Rock to the turn. He's about to go for the leader, Otis. 28-2 the next quarter. It's Otis out in front under a lot of pressure. Doc Holiday. Liz Suleiman is coming through on the inside. And then came nowhere to run. Still in front, though, is Otis from Liz Suleiman getting through. Battling on as well. Nowhere to run. And now the White Rabbit flashes late. Otis is just in front of nowhere to run. Otis in front of nowhere to run. And Otis. Otis has won from Nowhere to run, I think, second and nose to Doc Halliday from Le Suleiman and wide out the white rabbit. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Neck in front of ladies in red. Five metres moments like these and beach music. Ladies in red, the outside levels up to Joanna now. And ladies in red hit the lead from Joanna. Then came beach music. It's ladies in red from Joanna. Ladies in red clear with 100 to go and ladies in red is pulling away. A brilliant performance. What an outstanding filly. And comes clear and wins easily. Ladies in red first. Second Joanna, third home beach music. They've come yeah, away. Yeah, she was awesome, ladies in red winning the Victoria Oaks. It was a trifecta to the Emma Stewart uh, stable. Uh, they also won the Victoria Derby with uh, Act Now. Uh, Bailey McDonough ran second with Blitzen. Congrats on you, Bailey and Alan, Alan McDonough. And, of course, the Victoria Cup uh, action-packed event there with Max Delight getting the cash for uh, David Aiken and Chris Alford. And uh, David Aiken's other horse falling in the in the straight mm. after causing interference with uh, Josh coming out, but actually was able to, to continue drives on the night so that was that yep. was good because it looked like it could have been a bad fall yeah it did that one but uh king of swing um had to do all the work 20 21 50 just you just can't get into the race when they're going that quick can you now, i must admit i was very disappointed when i saw the uh the distance in the victoria cup yeah. it's not only lost its prize money over the years but uh lost a few hundred meters as well and yeah. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. quite the spectacle we'd hoped. No, but, but um, a great night's racing, though, at uh, Bendigo. And, uh, yeah, the Victoria Cup done and dusted uh, for 2021, which is good to see because they've obviously Victoria have had the, the issues with COVID and, and not being able to travel. Yeah. So good to see them having their, their carnival. All right. Big uh, hello and a welcome to the show for the first time to Hayden King. Hayden's joining us. Got to do some country tips for you. So, Hayden, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm well, Rads. Mortz, how are you? Yeah, very good. Glad to have you on board. No pressure. Uh, all we want is winners. That's that's all we need. Yeah, we just want it's winners. It's not to ask, too much to ask for, is it? Because if we don't walk away winners, winners tonight, we uh, need to make sure we at least get something back yeah. on Saturday and Sunday. So. Yeah. And it's going to be the country circuit you're going to look at for us, uh, Hayden. And um, we've got Northern... Saturday night, then Colling on Sunday. What got? What have you got for us at Northam? Well, at Northam, we'll start off in the first race. Song Kran has been racing really well. She's really gone to another level recently. And uh, as you can see in her form, behind Always an Angel a couple of times and Always an Angel's been going around $1.04 on Friday nights. And then last start, Song Kran was behind Piradua at Astra. It actually held up over the concluding stages. If Piradua at Astra was in this race, he'd be $1.04. So... 
Songkran's going to be super hard to beat in the first. In the second, I think our glowing star's the real improver. Chris Lewis hops on tonight and was held up badly there at Narragin last time out. Did string a couple of wins together there in mid-August. So I just think at a price, our glowing star place heavy could be a bet there in race two. Race three, Royal Order looks exceptionally hard to beat given that he's drawn the pole. He gets the opportunity to lead and... This is not a strong race and he'll be really hard to get past. And in the fourth race, Ultimate Rocker took my eye last Sunday at Killaberran, working home well out wide on the track. And the closing splits were actually pretty good. Now gets the opportunity to most likely sit behind Richie Reactor or our Burling if he could get past Ultimate Rocker. But Ultimate Rocker does have pretty good gate speed on his New South Wales form. So I think he can just sit on the pegs and he can poke through into a place late. All right, that's Northam on Saturday night. Then we go to Collie Sunday. What do you got for us there? Starting off with race three at Collie, Houston Flyer was hugely unlucky at Kelleberran last Sunday and snuck through to snatch second right on the post when Star and Art had already sailed away. This time, I expect that he'll pounce on the front. Liori, although she's getting fitter, I don't think she's a winning contender. So I'd expect Houston Flyer would run to the front and from there be really hard to beat. And my next two, both from Sarah Savalco's camp and Aidan DeCampo hops in the cart. Race number four, number eight, rocking the trend, who last time out did stick on pretty well there at uh, Kelleberran behind Star and Art in that same race. Prior to that, she'd been going okay. And I just think Aidan DeCampo is driving in such fine form that we can expect him to get her at least into a place. So an each way prospect and in the final race on the card, Race seven, number two, our pin-up boy again, Aidan DeCampo, Sarah Savalco, stuck on OK at Kilaberran last time out. I think he can sit close to them here and be too strong for them late. Now, what about the mention? Did you listen to the last race at Gloucester Park on Friday, on Tuesday night? Uh, no, I Richie don't. Bell thanked Hayden King. Here we go. Found the winner. Yep. At loves it. What is it? Love affair. Love a flare. Love a flare. Love a flare. Twenties into tens. Something. Something for a battler. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Very good. We, well, hopefully we, we just can find, we expect that every week. Hopefully we can find twenties to tens. Something at Northern, something at Collie over the weekend, which would be, would be great. Good on you, Hayden. We'll uh, get you to do that every week for our country uh, country supporters and see if we can find a winner on the on the country tracks. Mort's been a big show. Been a great show as always. Talking to the boy from Boyan Up. Some yep. good in, uh, insight there and big night at Gloucester Park tonight. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it and. Uh, starting to really get into those, the big races, and you're starting to see these horses come back that uh, are getting excited. And I spoke to Senior the other day, and I think, I think um, Chicago Bulls only a week or two away as well. Oh, which is wait. Yeah, which is going to be fantastic. They're the, they're the horses we want to go, around the, uh, to go around Gloucester Park in these big races and coming into, um, coming into the Cups in, uh, in January is going to be certainly exciting, including the Retrovision Fremantle Cup. Speaking of Retrovision. Yes, this weekend, 55-inch OLED TVs for $1,780. Oof. Never, ever before. First time ever. I'm going to... Be quick. I need a new one for my office as well. There we go. We have to come in and see you. Retrovision. One. Our great supporters, Retrovision. Uh, 60 years. Yes, uh, that's Retrovision, not me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. All right, Morts, thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks for Hayden and uh, all, uh, Justin and also uh, Bomber Hill. Until next week, it's bye for now. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.